Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Call to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, your host, but today is the day. Uh, if any of y'all remember the some of our first episodes, it was Max and myself, and then Max was kind of over the mission journals, designing everything, and I kind of took over the podcast and interviewing people. Well, today, Max is back. That's true, Nathan. It's great to be back. I have been uh, looking forward to this. I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome. Today, actually, we're um, we were going to be chatting about finding your why. Yeah, and yeah. Max um, had some good ideas there, so I'll kind of let you take the reins. Yeah, well, I uh, I love this book. I think uh, finding your why, just the principle of it, is vital to everything that we do. And you know, a while ago, Nate and I talked about the the idea for this book and and I loved it from the very beginning and so getting to see the process Nathan writing it and seeing it get edited and published right it's been really exciting for me and uh, I know for Nathan it's been something that he uh, has loved and put a lot of effort in and so we just kind of want to I want to talk with him kind of give you all an inside look to the finding your why book some of the things that you can find in there and uh, talking about just some of the ideas that uh, are there and how they can help you in your life. So let's jump in, Nathan. I just wanted to uh, start this off with kind of uh, an ironic question, and that is, what was your why for writing Finding Your Why? (laughs) Well, it's kind of twofold, actually. So the first is it was an impression that I had just after interviewing so many people and the podcast and all that. And given my experience on the mission just was an impression I had. And I, 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 yeah, that's, I guess a really simplified first reason, but it was an impression, spiritual impression. And the second one was because of my experience and Mm -hmm. because of my experience and seeing the difference that knowing my why made for me not only as a missionary but also as a return missionary the difference that it has made and continues to make for me has it's just been amazing and just with with that experience i can't help but not i I can't help not sharing it like it's it's something that's just so near and dear to my heart that I, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, because I have been given much, I too must give. And that's kind of mm. my why behind it, aside from, you know, that it was a spiritual impression and that I felt prompted to, to compile just this and this information and these stories, but just that you gotta know your why. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just my personal experience that if you don't know your why life loses meaning. Yeah. I love that when, you know, you don't know your why, life loses meaning. And the contrast of that, when you do know your why, life has so much meaning. Yeah. And there's so much to look forward to and be excited about. So with that, it kind of reminds me of when we first started our very first episode, which was all about your why. 
Yep. Right. And understanding your why as a missionary and a little bit of your why in life. So, and as I was reading through the book and have been pondering on some of those principles, I just love the, the introspective way you format at the beginning of what is your why? Of thinking about, you know, what is my why? Asking yourself that question, thinking about what the motivating factors are for, for what you do in life and finding that level of purpose, right? So just going off of that, I wanted to read a little bit from the book, just near, right near the beginning, right, in the levels of purpose, where it talks about this, this is what you say. It says, if we desire to achieve the best goals, we must first prepare our minds and hearts by acquiring the best purpose or reason for achieving that specific outcome. This process can take some time. Be patient with yourself. You are not expected to be perfect, but you are expected to improve. And with worthy improvement comes divine reward. I wanted to touch on that patient part. Nathan, in your own life and is perhaps maybe even as you were writing the book and, and coming up with different parts of it, how do you feel like would be a great way that we can be patient with ourselves as we're finding our why? Because I know for myself, there have been times where certain certain things I'm doing in my life, you know, maybe it's a homework assignment, right? Where I'm like, what is my why for this, right? How can I be better patient with myself as I'm finding that? Yeah, well, I think first to preface this, I think it's important to note that just because you know your why doesn't mean you'll always want to do what you need to do. Mm, good <laughs> point. Yeah, I think that's something that I, well, I know that's something I've learned and something to consider. But I think a lot of it just comes down to pressing forward because honestly, that's really what patience is. It's not just standing still waiting for something to pass it's it's pressing forward with faith and just yeah trusting that things will get better and that's and that's the thing you know when i was on the mission and i explained this a little bit in our very first episode but when i was i received that letter from my roommate about mm-hmm. hey you got good reasons for going on a mission but now you got to figure out why you're going to stay yeah. And it was a process to figure out the why. But once I did, it, it's 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 just the reward is immense, but but that process can be can be long depending on the situation, depending on the person, but it's really just pressing forward, knowing that you will get your answer. You will find your why. Mm. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, love that. It is just a matter of time. And, you know, as you were talking, it helped me kind of reflect on my own experiences where, where, yeah, sometimes when I do have my why, it doesn't make it always easy, right? I'm not always like, yeah, this is what I want to do all the time, right? But um, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, I wish it was that easy, you know, like one and done the emotion of the decisions there, and it's easy then on out. But um, no, it's helped me you know, recognize that, uh, yeah, I can be patient and press forward and um, that there are ups and downs. And I think kind of going along with what you said, that it's okay to recognize that, you know, our why um, 
can sometimes not necessarily come and go, but like the motivation comes and goes with that, right? Mm-hmm. We can have a, a good why, but it doesn't have to be all at once, right? Um, you know, Joseph Smith, as he was pondering and thinking about which church to join, it wasn't like, you know, one day and then he went out and prayed. It was over months and months, right? Yeah. That we can be patient with that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah. I then wanted to kind of talk about something that is seen throughout the book, and that is the at the end of chapters and, and some sections, right, you have these key takeaways and plan of action. You know, what was, uh, I'd love to hear from you, right, as you were writing this, what were kind of your thoughts of in, including these sections? Because this isn't maybe found in, in everybody's uh, book that they read. Yeah. Well, first off is the key takeaways. And I, I liked, well, I added this in because I know not everyone's going to have a chance to read the entire book. And so if you don't read anything else, but if you can just go to the back of every chapter and just look at the key takeaways and yeah. you can kind of pinpoint things you you like or like, oh, I want to read more about that. There's likely a heading that mm. correlates with that key takeaway bullet point. So mm. it's almost like a, a summary, essentially, of, yeah. of each chapter. And so either A, you don't have enough time, check the key takeaways, or B, you know, you, you have enough time, but you just want to really figure out specifically there's just different things specific things that you want to learn that's a good place yeah. to, to go but then the other part is the the plan of action and i included that because number one it's so much easier to pay attention and to remember what you learn when you actually have to when you're physically doing something and i in in a, in a sense you know that's why i and this is just a theory. That's why I think yeah. that we're counseled to, you know, we we partake of the bread and we drink mm. of the water is because it's physically doing something yeah. to help us spiritually remember. Hmm. And so it's obviously, I'm not saying writing in the book is like taking the sacrament. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Not what I'm saying. What I am saying is when we do something physically, a lot of times we remember it mentally or spiritually. So that's another reason why I, or one of the main reasons why I I included that in the book. And then, you know, it's also, in a sense, a little bit of a journal type entry. A lot of them are, at least. It's introspective, reflecting, you know, hey, what's my mission? What's my why? What are things I need to change? What are things I can do better in different areas? So that's that's kind of why I decided to put those two sections in. Great. You know, Nathan, that's uh, your comments have given me some, uh, I don't know, ideas, new ways to approach the sacrament even, right? Like I, I'd never thought about the, the sacrament in that way, that those actions are are actions, right? Those words are action words, and, and it's requiring us to do something in order to have the Spirit more in our life and, and to receive those blessings. And yeah, never, I never thought that deeply about those words and their meanings. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think um, also, quick uh, plug for the, the journals, right? If you don't want to write in your book, you can get a journal, a mission journal, and write uh, your answers in, the, in your journal, right? So a uh, little plug there for the, the mission journals. It's true. Or but, yeah, if you have a digital <laughs> copy, just get a journal. Yeah, then yeah. You, know, you can yep. write. 
So, awesome. Yeah, and with um, going back to that that action step, I I think it reminds me of you know scriptural examples where the Lord asks us to act. Right. It's one thing to learn; it's another to act. Like you were saying, right? It allows us to exercise our faith and and to learn it better. Right. I think in my own life, um, the times I've learned and remembered and and understood principles in the gospel the most, I've been living them, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, well, well, duh, Max, that's kind of makes sense. If you live it, you kind of understand it because you can't live it if you don't understand it. But I think it invites us to really reflect on, do I really understand this principle, right? Because if I, if I do, I'm going to live it, right? It's kind of almost like once you understand the why and, and the how of the gospel, right, then doing it just falls into place and sometimes you have to do it to understand but yeah right yeah i mean i think that's there's like the the whole thing where it's like any if any man will do his will he shall know of the doctrine yeah and yeah it's like there's both ways like you have to do it to understand it but you have to also understand it in some degree to do it yeah the more you do it the more you'll understand and the more you understand the more you'll do it and so it's yeah. like just this this cycle type thing yeah I want to kind of jump in now and and just talk about. Uh, I forgot to mention this at the beginning, because I don't remember if I did. But the 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 book is kind of formatted in in three sections. We have the before the mission, during the mission, and then after your mission. And then there's a little bit of some wonderful mission experiences or people's experiences finding their why before their mission, on their mission, etc. And just going to that during the mission, I think it's been a while. And since we've had our, our first episode, and I think it would be good if you'd be willing to just to share your experience of finding your why about why you stayed on the mission and kind of what went in to that and, and how that is reflected in the book as you talked about uh, your own experiences as well as, uh, you know, scriptural experiences. Yeah, definitely. So I'm trying to remember which chapter this was in. I think it's what chapter... The chapter six, six or seven, somewhere in there, maybe. <laughs> no, it's not seven. Seven is the third part. Anyways, but I was about a year, a year into my mission, serving down in El Paso, Texas. <laughs> and it was one of those moments when you're doing everything right, at least you think you are. Yeah. And nothing's happening. <laughs> and as a missionary, those that have served missions likely can relate where you feel like you're doing everything, you're, you and your companion are getting along, like you're you're going out, you're working, but nothing seems to be happening. And that was one of those one of those moments. And somehow word got out, I think it was through my sister to my old pre like my previous roommate, and he sent me a letter. And he got word that just that I was struggling a little bit. And I I got this letter in the mail, kind of surprised because he'd never written me before. So I opened the envelope, looked at, read the letter. And this, almost this, this one sentence really impacted me, really stood out to me. And that was, Nate, you've had great reasons. You had great reasons for going on a mission, but now you need to figure out why you're going to stay on the mission. And that really impacted me because up until this point, 
sure, okay, maybe indirectly I'd thought about why I was going to serve. But a lot of it was just, yes, it was my decision, but okay, it's culturally expected, it's a priesthood duty, all this other stuff. And I never really considered, really deeply considered my why. Hmm. And this that phrase also exemplifies or emphasizes the point that your why is going to change. And but yeah. Anyways, so yeah, like I said, I, I read that and that really impacted me. And I want to say then, just in the, within the next few weeks, I I just did a lot of personal study. I mean, I mean, okay, as a missionary, you do a lot of personal study. You do a lot. But, yeah. But I seem to remember I did it more intently. <laughs> I did it a bit more with a bit more purpose, you could say. There was mm-hmm. a why behind it, right? <laughs> the mm-hmm. why behind the why. Yeah. Anyways, I came across the talk from President Nelson. Don't remember the name of the talk, but it's the one that he talks about going to Paradise, California, where all the fires happen mm. and everything, and he talks yeah. to one of the first responders, and the first responder just shares his experience and he says all my, in my mind during this whole time with all the fires and everything i was helping other people but my the question was where is my family and he mm. his first responder wanted to make sure his family was safe and when i when i read that i was just like there was a light bulb in my head just went on and just like dude duh you've got a family you're gonna be with them forever but mm-hmm other people that have families or that maybe don't have a very close family, they, they're going to pass on and likely ask themselves, well, where's my family? And yeah. so that's, that was kind of my story of finding my why I was like, yeah, I'm here to bring families together. I'm here to bring people back to Christ, not just individuals, but families. And so yeah. that's, that's kind of how I found it. And then, I've shared this before, but after that, you know, I don't know if you've seen Looney Tunes, but just like the happy duck <laughs> bouncing off the walls, just yeah, crazy, endless, almost endless energy. But the, the next part of the story was in my next area, I found out the importance of renewing your why, because mm-hmm. at that point, um, I, I, I came to the, a similar situation where I was like, yeah, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Like I'm just drained and it was mentally, emotionally drained, but it was also starting to like manifest itself physically. And that's kind of when I learned to renew the why, Mm -hmm. but, but that's maybe that's, maybe that'll be the next book renewing your why (laughs) part two, the why part two. I don't know. The why part two. No, I, I think that, uh, Nathan, your experience of renewing your why really highlights the, the significance of like taking time to reflect and remember, right? You found it and then you had to renew it again, right? You had to like come back to, okay, you know, this is why I'm mm-hmm. here. This is why I'm going to continue. This is why I'm going to get up at 630, even when it's hard and, uh, and serve right and i i love that principle of not only just you know finding your why but renewing it remembering that right um 
And I pulled up the talk, right, by President Nelson. It's called Come Follow Me, April 2019. Nice. And uh, it's a great talk for those who uh, are wondering what that was. But I have here highlighted something that uh, I remember reading this talk and, and, you know, the impact it had on me to to remember to follow Christ um, as I was on my mission as well. And this is what he said near the the end, right? Um, Something that I think really ties in with what we've been talking about today with your why. Uh, He says, quote, Now as president of his church, I plead with you who have distanced yourselves from the church and with you who have not yet really sought to know that the Savior's church has been restored. Do the spiritual work to find out for yourselves, and please do it now. Time is running out. End quote. I love that um, even then, President Nelson's focusing on, you know, that why of finding out, you know, not only, I guess that's a little bit of the what, right? Of, you know, what, uh, if the church is true and and coming back and finding your why again. But I, I think it also just highlights what uh, you've been saying about renewing that why. For those, you know, that may have, you know, fallen away a little bit or those who don't know, right? So it's kind of uh, that little segment has been uh, kind of a beacon to me of remembering, right? Do the work, right? It's not easy. It's not a, oh, let me just pray and, and ask God, right? Why am I here? It's, it's, it's effort. It requires us to put forth, you know, study and faith and prayer and, and exercise faith. So, yeah. Well, and something else too that I've just been thinking about is if you're not going to discover your why, who will? Yeah. You know, nobody's going to just pop into your life and say, oh, now your life's got a purpose. Now you've got mm-hmm. a meaning to the menial things you have to do for the rest of your life every day. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> like, you got to figure out yeah. why you're going to wake up in the morning every day. You got to figure out why you're going to, you know, if you're going to exercise, you got to figure out why you're going to exercise. You got to figure out, yeah, you're going to go to school. You got to figure out why you're going to go to work. You got to figure out why you're going to ask a girl out <laughs> or ask a guy out. Right? Yeah. All these things that, for lack of a better term, they suck. (laughs) They're not fun things. Yeah. They're hard. But, and, and sometimes they are, but you got to figure it out for yourself. Yeah. I think that ties us right into that last section, um, of after the mission, right. Of maintaining this, why this purpose. And one of the interesting things that I've been learning and I don't have this study on hand or else I would I would share it but that um, people are happier when they have a why right um, for for life or they have kind of some sort of goal some sort of purpose right and I think it, at least for me as a missionary it's blatantly obvious what your purpose is it's you know you recited it at uh, district councils and and in different meetings as well as you just have it there it's memorized right you know what your purpose is as a missionary and it drives just about everything you do as a missionary it should at least Mm -hmm. and then you get home right and you're not teaching people you're not uh, having that same set aside time for personal study unless you make that uh, you know an hour or two every day and you have to figure out what your purpose is 
and it and it can be hard. I know for me, I thought, oh, it'll just be the same thing as a missionary. In some ways, it can be, right? That can definitely be an important part of your everyday life, but there has to be more, right? You have to find somebody that uh, you want to marry, right? You have to start, you, at least, you know, we've been asked to, and you start a family, and you want to be able to serve those around you and serve in the church, right, on top of doing missionary work. And... With that, Nathan, I just wanted to ask you, what helped you when you got home from your mission? Um, what was kind of your experience finding your why or your purpose as a, as a return missionary for continuing to stay active and and to benefit from the blessings of the gospel? Yeah, I love that question. Definitely helps me self-reflect and just think about, yeah, what did help me? If I had to pinpoint it, I would say, in a word, goals mm. figuring out like sitting down essentially sitting myself down giving myself a, a talk and yeah. just ask myself who do you want to be who do you yeah. want to become almost like i don't know for those that have seen rango rango's a kind of a weird man <laughs> but he's like he's in he's in that uh it's kind of a little saloon scene it's old yeah. west, right? But but the um the person behind the counter slides him a, a a bottle and it just in his mind he's like, Who am I? I could be <laughs> it's like, you know, you can really be anyone. You could become okay, this is really cheesy now, but like you could you really can do almost anything. Yeah. It just depends on what you want to do. But but for me, yeah, it was really just goals, you know, sit myself down and figuring out, okay, who do I want to become? What is that person? Who's that like what is it? What is that like? What does he do? What does he stand for? And yeah. that's when I was like, okay, well, he's he's got good morals. He stands for truth. He's a mm-hmm. he holds a temple recommend and he's all all this other stuff. And so it just came down to the fact that all right, well, if I want to become that. I've got to do little the little things every day. And no, yeah, I have definitely not been perfect, and I'm not perfect <laughs> at, at doing them. But but it's it helps provide at least here and there um, some motivation. Yeah. And when the motivation's not there, it's kind of like that north star that I'm aiming mm. for, where it's like, all right, if I can just push through this moment, it's like adjusting a missionary life, right? That's all you have to do. <laughs> In this moment is this thing yeah yeah <laughs> it's cheesy but it's it's true so yeah if um yeah if if you used a justin missionary life continue using it i actually referenced the levels of stress in my elders quorum lesson the other sunday oh nice yeah classic <laughs> throwback throwback i i mean i think it's great right like it was written by professionals it's it's good stuff it's yeah. not, uh, you know, they would say it's not just adjusting for missionary life. It's adjusting for life, right? Yeah. <laughs> As it's we all like... adjusted to challenges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You remember the safety zone? Yep. Safety zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Bad. Adjusting to missionary life. I- I've definitely referenced that more than the safety zone after the mission. Mm-hmm. So. Me too. Though there have been times where I've thought about, would this be a safety zone episode <laughs> if I was a missionary? And there have been some times where it'd be a yes. Yeah, this That's would true, be a... <laughs> situational awareness. That situational I... awareness. That yep. one's powerful. <laughs> 
No, but I, I love going back to that, you know, that it's a motivation, it's a North Star, it's, it's guiding, you know, having goals. And and for me, as I've come to realize more that, like, nobody's going to live my life for me, that that comes with a, an immense weight and responsibility, right? I can't uh, expect anybody to, to take me where I want to go in my life and, and accomplish the things I want to accomplish, right? And I think one thing that... I'd like to highlight that's helped me is finding a good mentors, good friends and examples, right? Because it can sometimes be difficult, at least for me, at mm-hmm. times to like see like this is the goal, right? This is who I want to be and not have a great idea of how I can get from where I'm at to there, right? It's like this is a, a big gap, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe breaking those goals down can be beneficial, but you know, finding somebody that you can talk to and say, you know, well, how how do you do this, right? You know, you see something you want to emulate in them and asking them has helped me, right? And, and not feel as overwhelmed by the responsibility of my own life and wanting to use it well. So yeah. that's great. And, and just another point here is like, yeah, if you don't maybe know someone, just for those listening, if you don't know somebody that has done or is doing what you want to do or you know is is a, the the person you want to be essentially if you don't know yeah. them personally that's okay maybe they've if they've written a book read their book start mm. with that and yeah. that's one thing that i found too just after being home one of the lessons i've learned is like i don't need to know everything mm-hmm. but all i need to do is act in faith on what i know now and more will become when i'm ready for it yeah so that just is just a little tidbit I've learned just kind of in reference to what you were talking about with yeah. finding someone that's a mentor and different things like that. So just act in faith where you're at and yeah. keep moving forward. No, I love that, right? Recognizing it doesn't always have to be somebody in your life right then, right? It can be a book or, you know, a great resource, the scriptures, right? Prayer, mm-hmm. general conference talks, right? They can be... Uh, good sources of, of finding that those examples right yeah um we uh <clears throat> haven't talked too much about the last section of the the book but um one thing just near the end is uh, a section about having a lot of questions and i don't have any doubts right it says you know i have a lot of questions i don't have any doubts and you talk a little bit about um, Nephi's experience, right? About the, you know, he had a great vision shown unto him by the angel, received the vision, and what does he find when he comes down and he's like ready to, to talk about it? He's like, wow, I just had this cool experience. His brothers are fighting, right? <laughs> and, and Nephi talks with them and he says in the scriptures, have ye inquired of the Lord? I think for myself and I want to hear your thoughts right that there have been times where I hear something and I learn about it whether it be in a book or from a conference talk and it's like that was awesome right and then I realize you know this is good but I'm not quite sure how to apply it maybe I'm a you know I go from Nephi and then boom I'm like what I don't know what to do right I don't understand this or I see somebody that could benefit from it with me right on this journey with Christ to become better. But Nathan, what are your thoughts and what can we do to better understand, you know, counselor instruction we received from the Lord 
um, or, you know, counselors that we receive or guidance we receive from this book and how we can better apply it. Yeah. Well, in Come Follow Me this past week, we read the book of James, mm-hmm. and the iconic James 1.5, right? Yeah. If you lack wisdom, ask of God. And, and I think it's so amazing. And I believe we take this for granted too often. I know mm-hmm. I do. The fact that we have our Heavenly Father right there. Yeah. Well, okay, right. Uh, no, I know what you accessible, mean, right? He's, accessible, he's right? there. <laughs> he, he, he's there. He's accessible. Yeah. And we can just ask him anything Mm. anything and it'll either be hold on a second or you know wait wait a little while yeah or it'll be this is the answer or maybe it's oh do you remember this book that i told you about a while back you remember this this article that you heard about a while back yeah maybe maybe I'll, i'll i'll throw that in your mind and you know maybe if you're if you're open and you're receptive to the spirit, then you'll be able to find the answer. But I just think it's amazing that we have our heavenly father. That's just there wanting to ask, ask us questions. He's not, you know, high and mighty. I mean, he is, but he's, he's not to the point of, I don't want to answer your questions. I don't want to, you yeah. know, your questions are so menial. They're, they're so small. And, and in reality, they, they are <laughs> most of them, <laughs> but, but he's there. And he wants to answer him and he's not yeah. going to get upset if we need to ask a question. He's not going to get upset if we ask for, you know, Hey, just renew my witness of the book of Mormon. Yeah. Just, just remind me. I know it's true, but yeah. just, just remind me sometime today or something, you know, and whatever yeah. it is just, if we're asking in faith, then yeah, it's just so cool. So cool. Yeah. Well, Nathan, thank you for sharing. I, Agree, hundred percent. God will answer our questions as we turn to Him. He He wants to answer our questions, right? They may be uh, small, to in comparison to the to the universe, right? <laughs> but t- to us, they matter, and so God cares about us. I think, yeah, rem- reminding myself of that is important to remember that, like, because it means a lot to me. And God cares about me. He wants to help me. Right. Yeah. Just like you were saying. Yeah. So, well, to, to wrap up, um, I love this book. And we, we just touched a little bit of it. We kind of touched a lot of the principles, some of the, the quotes, some of the sections in there. I just want to encourage all of you listening. If you liked what you heard or you're interested in learning more, to check out the book. It's on Amazon. You can order it both digital and a physical copy, right? Can make a, a great gift for somebody in your life that uh, is looking for that. And just to kind of put a little plug in there with it, that it's not just for missions and missionaries, right? While that is a main focus, right? But what we talked about, about finding your why, the principles in the book um, apply to anything. Whether, whatever you're doing in your life, whatever stage you're in in your life, it can help you understand as you apply it to to your current situation about finding your why so yeah and just and i also just wanted to add it, the the name of the book is finding your why and the subtitle is how to get the most out of your mission and obviously 
like Max was saying, it can definitely help with your full-time mission or your service mission or what, like whatever it is. But yeah. think of also your life, your mission mm-hmm. here on earth, because yeah. like Max was saying, these principles are eternal. They don't, they're without beginning of days and end of years, you know, it's, it's, it's eternal. So, yeah, absolutely. Amen to that, right? Principles are eternal. I just want to kind of leave uh, everybody with the conclusion, right? I love what uh, Nathan wrote here. It's the last little paragraph. Leave you all with some something to think about, to ponder on. And hopefully you already have this answered. But he says, The Lord needs everyone to join him in his work. We are his children. He loves us. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, and bestowed upon us the gift of agency so we can have hope and assurance for a brighter future so you can learn your why for being here on earth. What is your why? So thank you again for joining us. I'm I'm glad to be back to talk with Nathan, hear more about the the book, and get some backstory of uh, why he wrote it and, and some of his experiences there. Anything you want to add, Nathan? I just wanted to say, uh, y'all get ready to hear more of Max. He's going to be <laughs> popping in more often and um, hosting different episodes. So if I'm ever MIA, Max will be in the house. Yes, yes. Happy to be back. All right, y'all. We'll uh, we'll catch you next time. Have a fabulous rest of your day or evening or morning, whatever it is. The rest of whatever the day. it is. Have a good one.